Whether you want to start a faith-based business or an online ministry, you've come to the right place. This is the Teresa Blaze Show with your host, Teresa Blaze, where she's bringing her over 20 years of consulting experience to the mic. Now, here's Teresa. Hi, I'm Teresa Blaze, and this is the Teresa Blaze Show. Today, we are talking to Mr. Micah Claycamp of Micah Doodles, and he has got a very unique ministry business niche it's actually really kind of cool and so i wanted to bring him on as an example of what ministry and business might look like but first let's touch on our sponsor uh as you guys know it doesn't matter what you're doing you need traffic you really do you need traffic to whatever it is you're doing and i can't think of a better dude to get it to you than russell brunson he's written his third uh installment of his uh secret series and this latest one is called traffic secrets and if you want to get a free copy, you can go to TeresaBlaze.com forward slash traffic. Go check it out now, man. It's very well worth the read. With that, Micah, welcome to the Teresa Blaze Show. Well, um, we are really glad to have you. For those that don't know you, can you kind of give a brief intro into who you are and, and so on? My name is Micah, and I have a, a business called Micah Doodles. And it started in 2015, um, December of 2015, when I took my son home from a basketball game. Um, he had his friend uh, with him, and his friend left his art pad in the back of the seat of my car. And so he forgot it there. So I went ahead and doodled something inside there, took a picture on Instagram, um, and posted it. And somebody on Instagram replied and said, hey, Micah, I really like that drawing you did. Can you do one of my cars? So anyway, that's kind of how things started. So I ended up kind of drawing more and posting more and things just started really taking off. And so I've gone from traditional drawing now to digital drawing and uh, things continue to escalate. So again, I do this uh, part-time. Um, I'm a full-time um, uh, graphic designer at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado, and also an assistant pastor as well. So that's what I do. Um, I do Micah Doodles on the side, uh, uh, but but definitely stay busy um, at home drawing at nights and on sometimes on the weekends, <laughs> most of the time on the weekends. Yeah. Actually. And just so you so, guys know, uh, Micah and I have known each other for years and years and years. Um, he was my former youth pastor. So we've known each other forever, it seems like. Uh, who who would have thought that we would have such um, interesting career paths? <laughs> When, you, when your business first started, when did you like actually decide, okay, this is not going to be just me drawing a thing. When did you decide to actually turn it into a business? Everything that uh, hobbies become businesses when people start paying you to do what you like to do. And so hobbies are, are basically what you like to do, you know? And you could be great at what you do. You could really enjoy what you do, but that doesn't mean everybody else likes it. And so the real change in that is when you tap into uh, a niche or some type of avenue where what you do, somebody else is willing to pay you for it. And that's, that becomes, the I think, the, the drive for when you kind of begin to transition. It's almost like you start getting... Uh, more response to what you're doing, whatever type of business that is. Um, you get more uh, popularity in that. Uh, you get more uh, likes or maybe there's publicity or maybe there's whatever it might be. You can just tell that that all of a sudden what you're doing is striking a chord with people. 
and they start wanting to be a part of that or hiring you out to for so your services. When you sold your first drawing, how much did you sell it for? What kind of stuff are you drawing? My target audience basically is is the car guy or the car girl or any type of uh, vehicle enthusiast. And so Micah Doodles really developed from just kind of honing in on drawing cars to now being more specific on how I do my marketing. Um, now I market it on a larger scale to, to car enthusiasts still, but I use Facebook, I use Instagram uh, to post a lot. Uh, so typically here's kind of a scenario. When I'm drawing something, let's just say I'm drawing a uh, Chevrolet Camaro or something. What I'll do is I'll go on Facebook and I'll join a Chevrolet Camaro group. Um, and then when I'm done with the artwork that I finished, I'll go ahead and post to that group. Now you have to be careful because some groups don't like advertising. So I'll normally just post the picture of what I drew and say, hey, I just finished this drawing up. And then I'll post it on there. And then if people are interested, they'll just contact me directly and say, hey, that's cool. Can you make you do one of my car? And that's kind of how that's kind of how things started rolling in the social media direction where people just see it, they like it, and then they contact me. From there, I used to be doing traditional artwork, which is based on pen and ink stuff. But the reason why I moved out of traditional artwork was because I can only do certain number of traditional drawings a week. And I was limited to how much I could make on those. And now the reason why I switched out of that was because when I started going into the digital platform, I could take the same vehicle, and I could change the color. And all of a sudden, it became now a more marketable uh, thing. I also jumped into a t-shirt business um, with a vendor that now carries all my t-shirts on cartoontees.com. That's my t-shirt store. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying not to be a starving artist. I'm trying to be an artist who draws once but can get paid for on multiple different Now that platforms. I love. Um, with the digital realm, yeah, with the digital realm, it allowed me to kind of open that box and be able to kind of have one drawing drawn and then all of a sudden modify it for a t-shirt, modify it for a coloring book, modify it for whatever, you know what I mean? So it, it just kind of helped me to be able to expand a little bit more um, in what I was doing. And that way, um, like my coloring books, I absolutely love, love doing coloring books. That was something that started last year. I've already sold like 800 of them. Um, and it's been, it's been crazy. People just like love them. And what's um, the and price point on the coloring book? Coloring books are 10 bucks. And so, yeah, coloring books are, are 10 bucks. And I work with a company where you can, um, where it drop ships them. So all they do is you send someone the link. They're like, Hey, I like your coloring books. Where do I get them? So I send them to my distributor. <coughs> they print them up, they drop ship them, they send them to them and then I get paid and I don't have to do nothing. So I don't carry any inventory. So that's another thing to think about is your inventory is going to kill you if you are holding on to it. Now, if you're a store um, and you have a business and you have overhead, I mean, these are all different things to think about. For me, I'm not doing this full time. I'm doing a part time. So I'm truly trying to keep my inventory low um, or almost non-existent. If I go to a show, then I'll order supplies to take with me to, to a car show if I'm going to be selling it on hand or signing, signing um, artwork as well. But for the most part, I try to get everything to be drop shipped um, and I then just work out my price difference. That Gary Vaynerchuk said, who's a very um, famous marketer, if you haven't heard of him. And he's talking about the, 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 the biggest difference between now and before is that we have the phone is, is uh, the TV of today. And I think what he was trying to say in that is we have an opportunity to do something at scale 
that past generations didn't have. You couldn't just create a business drawing cars. Right. And that's because of what, what's happened now is like, you're not your, uh, you know, I mean, you're talking back in the fifties, you had salesmen that would walk around the neighborhoods and sell things to in the neighborhoods. And that was their, that was their audience. Whereas now your exposure rate of people seeing your stuff is so much vast because you're dealing with now the world. And so that's the other thing is getting your stuff. Like you could be, you could have something and, and you could be amazing at it and do um, and absolutely love it. But if people aren't seeing it, then you're missing an opportunity. And so that's why it's important. That's why um, for me, what I do is, is when I finish a drawing, I'm posting it on Facebook in as many groups as I can. Uh, just to get the exposure because I don't know who's going to see it. And then from that, that's where my marketing comes in. Like I, that's the only type of marketing I do. I don't pay for marketing. I don't, I try to keep all my costs low. I just want to get it in people's um, eyesight so that they can see it and say, Oh, that's cool. And then, and then I'll talk to them directly after they contact me on the phone. So I've got this personal touch with them to allow them to, um, to understand that I'm not just, one of those fly by night artists, but I really want to understand what they want to get drawn. I really want to hear the history behind their car. I want to hear their ideas. And then I want to involve them in the whole experience from start to finish. So that way, when they get their final product, they can say, wow, I was involved in this rather than just, you know, oh, it I paid reminds me of how much we it. are in a, a experience economy. I mean, uh, it used to be before COVID that when you walked into like an Apple store or something like that, they didn't sell you a phone. They didn't sell you a Mac. They didn't sell you an iPad. They sold you an experience. You, when you first started, you had um, you sold a uh, car drawing for 35 bucks. On average, how much are you selling for them now? I, I have two different prices. I have a $250 price, which is for the average person who just wants their car drawn. And then I'm going to send them the JPEG artwork. They're going to print it up on their own, like say they want the inner man cave, but that's just for the artwork price. And then uh, I have a $500 price. That's for the business design for somebody. Like if I would do a logo design, I'm drawing it specifically for them, for their business, for their company. Um, they're going to own the complete rights to that. So any personal designs that I do, I still own the rights to those. So that allows me to use that artwork or modify that artwork in different areas, say, I'm doing a, a vehicle that I think would look great for a t-shirt design. Then I could sell it to my client, but then also because I own the rights to it, I could modify it and sell it as a t-shirt because it's still my art. Now, if they wanted to buy the rights, they could just do that, but I'm all, I'm upfront with them on everything. So it's like, you know, they have that option. So I kind of let them know that in the beginning, kind of the direction that we're going to go. Um, and then really we just, we just kind of start rolling from there and then they will send me pictures to my cell phone of their vehicle. And after we've, and then I'll contact them and we'll kind of kind of talk about kind of some ideas, what they were looking for. So everything is very um, communicative, communicative um, all the way through the whole process. As soon as they uh, send me those pictures, um, I'll send them the PayPal link. As soon as PayPal link is paid, that locks in their spot. Cause I get a lot of people who are, you know, asking questions and how much. So rather than waiting around for those people, I basically started doing PayPal from the beginning and just said, Hey, you know, here's, here's my prices. Here's my uh, link to pay. As soon as you're ready, just pay it because that way I know you're in line. Um, is I could like get a lot of people who are curious and some people who are serious. So I just need to know the difference between the two. And the only way that I can do that is for those people who pay. So 
I had to set that up in the beginning and that's actually worked really, really well for me. Uh, I don't, I don't draw before I get paid. Uh, I've done that a couple times and it's never worked out well. <laughs> so I'm basically three, I've three times I've done that and it's not worked, even though I thought it might, it hasn't. So I've gone back to like, Hey guys, this is, I'm just being business minded. As soon as the artwork has been, uh, as soon as I get the pictures, I will send that person a proof sketch um, of the vehicle or the concept that I'm working on for them. So they're actually going to see it um, through text message. As soon as they approve that, then what I'll do is I'll go to my iPad Pro in a program called Procreate, and I will draw it out and do the finished line artwork, which then I save the background as a time-lapse drawing so they can actually see their whole black and white drawing coming to life. That's, that's the line art phase. As soon as the line art phase is done, then I'll schedule them in typically for a Monday night live drawing on Facebook. And I draw every Monday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Cartoons Magazine's Facebook page, which is called Cartoons Magazine Automotive Humor. Uh, that's the Facebook page I draw on every Monday night, 6 p.m. to 8, uh, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I will schedule in my clients drawing onto that onto that website so then so, or onto that Facebook page. So anybody who tunes in can watch it. And that's when I have my clients tune in well as well because then I can keep a conversation and text with them um, and asking questions. Hey, is this the right color? Is this, is this looking okay? And so that way I can help as I'm laying out the color and finishing the drawing, I get their perspective. Plus other people who tune in, I hear what their, their comments are as well. And then when I'm done on that Facebook page, they can share it to their Facebook wall and keep it as a keepsake forever of their whole drawing. So it really adds a really cool dynamic to their process. It takes me about hour, hour to an hour and a half possibly to color it. So, you know, it's not super, super long, but it's enough where it's going to keep their attention. The views have been great. I've had views from anywhere um, from, from that setting from um, a thousand to 11,000. So it's been, you know, it's been really great. It really just depends on how much is shared when you're, when you're that drawing That is absolutely it, what, fascinating what to is. me. Um, it reminds me of a guy. Uh, he comes on, because uh, I'm a tech nerd <laughs> a little bit. So I listen to tech shows. And there's a guy on one particular show. He comes on and he, every Friday he draws the tech stories as they talk about them. Yeah, it's oh, really interesting. unique. And then he he set up a crowd crowdfunding deal and you know gets his payment from that. And what really strikes me about what you're doing though is that you are in you are hands on with the client from beginning to end. And I really like that you actually filled out the looky loose from the actual buyers because I'm with you. We've done you know sites for free for people, and it's been pulling teeth to get payment. You have to just kind of have this little business mindset. Like for me, I, I feel like I'm a nice guy and I'm easy to get along with. And sometimes um, I just have a big heart for things, but sometimes I can let that get in the way of, and I'll, it'll end up burning me later. And so I just have to have, I just really kind of pray for God's wisdom on what things I'm going to do for free. Maybe what things um, I'm going to not follow my policy on or other things are, you know, Hey, I really need to set the standard of, of, Hey, this is a business design and be upfront with it and not worry about my client's response to it. Because really the sea of availability with the web is so vast that you can, you can easily get stuck into a mindset of, man, I feel like I'm charging too much, but then all of a sudden you don't know where your drawings are going. At. They're going out to 
you know, to millionaires and, you know, to drop $500 on a drawing is nothing. And so, but yet in my, in my world, that's a lot of money. And so I have to kind of realize that, that who you're marketing to is, is not yourself. You're marketing to a whole nother world of people that, that the potential and possibility of them saying yes is huge. So you always have to remember that. video and you're doing that final drawing with the client. Do they, I mean, is that, I mean, because I don't know of anyone else that draws a thing live and has their client on with them. Nobody does. No, I haven't found anybody that does that. And the reason why is because most artists, and I'm connected with a lot of artists. Um, that's a whole nother topic. Um, but most artists are, are going to spend anywhere from probably eight to 10 to 12 hours finishing a piece of artwork, depending on what they do. Um, for me, I feel my, my target audience and the style that I do lends itself to be able to know exactly what I'm doing in each step, which helps me as I'm kind of moving forward rather than trying to figure out and just guess, well, what am I going to do next? I really have a process when I start my drawing. I know kind of what layers I'm going to add and then everything just builds on that. So that way, when I, when I do a start to finish, I can get it done in, a, in, when you, in an hour uh, to an hour When you finish a drawing, I assume the people are exceptionally happy. Have you had a good response from this and have they sent referrals from you for getting their own drawings? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, I, I kind of, what I, what I do is I'll send them a follow-up email with the artwork inside there. And I'll just say, Hey, if you do me a favor, if you could just write a review for me, I'd, I'd appreciate it. So on my micadoodles.com website, um, I've got reviews on there as well. Um, and on my Facebook page, my Micah Doodles Facebook page, or my personal Micah Clay Camp Facebook page, I have reviews on there. And so it, it kind of, um, I don't know, I use my, I think I use my website most for a landing page, but I, I, I'm, I'm also a lot on Facebook as well. So uh, it's just wow. a big marketing that is platform. It's really, for me. really neat. And it just goes to show one thing I encourage my audience often is it doesn't matter what you're looking to do, just get started. Uh, I mean, seriously, you know, just get started. You'll figure out the details later. Just tr throw something out there. And I think you're a perfect example of that. I mean, you started with um, a friend of your son or a friend of your, well, you started with an artist drawing pad and now it's kind of birthed itself into a, a business. <laughs> Yeah. And so the thing, I mean, the biggest thing is, is like what you like to do, take what you like to do and put it in front of people's eyes. That's kind of what I would encourage you to do because you never know wh what, how somebody might see that because you might like doing it, but, but you might not think, you know, well, I'm not, you know, like don't doubt yourself, just get it out there and see what happens because you never know some stuff because it may take a slight turn or a detour in another direction, but it's like, your shotgun blasting your audience, but then you want to become, you're going to get to a point where you can really pinpoint focus on what you're doing. Now you might be general in the beginning, but you really, I think later on you're pinpoint pinpointing what you, what you were doing and kind of, you know, focusing on that mm -hmm. is going to be super. You know, I'm reminded of what uh, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You know, and that really just resonates um, big time because, uh, you know, we're not called to be static, static and stagnant. You know, we're not called to that. We're called to, as believers, we're called to go out into the marketplace of ideas. And if that means creating a business 
so that he's kingdom minded just so we can reach those that won't step into a church, then maybe that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, you have to look at your life. I mean, as a believer, it changes everything because now you're not seeking to, to gain a sense of satisfaction and purpose in what you do. You already have that in your relationship with God, like who you are in God's eyes and how he's made you becomes your purpose and your identity what you do from that is an expression of that. That becomes the bridge that you build into people's lives, that you gain their attention, and you can then speak into their lives. So that's why as a believer, being an artist, it's a huge platform because what you do, people notice. And especially that's how, that's how you can gain someone's, um, that's how you can just kind of gain someone's interest or their attention and then if you're already just loving Jesus, you're going to speak into their lives anyway, because they're going to see a difference in their life. ministry opportunities open up to you because of your work with Micah Doodles? Yeah, so I had, I've, had, uh, I've had ministry opportunities um, on coloring books um, where I've illustrated a coloring book, um, like a kid's discipleship book, um, where it walks kids. Like we actually do this at our church. It's, on, it's available for free on our, on our uh, church website. But it's a, it's as soon as, as soon as a kid be, um, a child gives their life, gives their life to the Lord, then we have a coloring book. It kind of walks them through, you know, Hey, like what's next? Um, you know, like, like what is the church? What is discipleship? What is reading my Bible? What is getting baptized? What is, you know, just different types of things to help them as they're kind of walking along, but, but geared towards a level where a, a child can understand. And so in a, in a fun platform way, I also, um, created um, a coloring page called the Romans road. You're very familiar with that probably, but, and so I, this was basically a road, but it had sheep on it. And, uh, and so it kind of is like a, um, it's like a shepherd kind of goes to the first one, which is, you know, Romans six twenty three. you know, for all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. And then, uh, you know, it goes into Romans six twenty three. And then Romans 5, 8, it's kind of walks you through. Well, anyway, we created this as an eight and a half, eight and a half, eight and a half by 11 flyer. And then at our church, we ended up translating it into 17 different languages um, from English. So it was really cool. So we, we called, we called on people from our church and other areas who knew some people from different countries and were like, Hey, can you translate this? And so then what that, what that, then I went, I took it back to my art pad and kind of wrote in all that handwritten stuff and then had sent it back to them to proof it. And then now what it is, is now it's a great opportunity. So say you go on a mission trip and you're going to Mexico and now you're like, Hey, we want to do a VBS program. We'll just go and download the, the VBS uh, Romans road in, uh, in Spanish and take it with you. And it's, it's like a coloring page. Plus it's a gospel message. So they can now do that. If they're going to gosh, so many different, if they're going to Germany, if they're going to Japan, if, I mean, it depends. I mean, there's so many different ones on there. So it, but it, it turns into a super opportunity to take kind of the talent that the Lord has given me and then kind of turn it kingdom minded in, in really uh, a focal, focal, focal point. It in, reminds uh, me that we are going to be um, judged for what, not for salvation, but what did we do with the talents that our Lord has given us? And for you, his question is, well, I gave you this ability for art. What'd you do with it? And it just reminds me, you know, you know, yeah, I'm getting my money here, but my treasure that's in heaven. Yeah. You know, cause as a believer, I think you always have to realize that there's always a bigger thing going on. 
if God's given you something, he's given it to you for a reason. And we have to be careful in our lives, especially even right now. What, what makes it hard is <clears throat> social media. It's easy to, to get the, you know, to get, to get so focused on the likes or get so focused on wanting to be popular or whatever it might be, because social media just, just begs that. I mean, there it's, it, it really traps a lot of people. Um, and so to understand that as a believer, um, that God's behind what I do and, you know, he's going to bless it. It's going to succeed if, as the Lord opens those doors. But again, that doesn't need to be my focus. My focus just needs to be him and enjoying him, getting to know him and, uh, presenting this talent before him and watching and seeing I think, what doors you know, got open. I'll just add this. I think, um, you know, that's why I do what I do with the podcasting. You know, I, I, you know, you know how this whole thing started and see where it's grown. It's totally been God. That's a good place. I think for us to end it is guys, whatever talent you've been given, if God is calling you to use it, whether in a business format or um, outside of it, Use those giftings because you don't know who you're going to reach. So, Micah, um, thank you so much. Do you have any final uh, uh, message that you want to give my audience? No, I just, I just, uh, I just want to encourage you guys that you know, make sure that what you do needs to be seen, and so get it out there in um, in front of people. Find ways to be able to market things so that people can see what you do, and then always remember as a believer. Um, you know, it's not so much what you do for the Lord, it's what God has done for you. And uh, just just really realize that, that, um, you know, someday we're going to heaven and, uh, you know, we're just abiding time on this earth. So kind of use what, what God Amen. has given Well, Micah, if people want to reach out to you, where can they do so? Uh, they can just go to my website at micadoodles.com. So that's M-I-C-A-H. D-O-O-D-L-E-S.com. And on there has my t-shirts, my um, uh, coloring books as well, and other art stuff. Uh, email me questions as well. i love to be able to help very you out. Cool. Or answer very, questions. very cool. Well, uh, Micah, thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been an absolute blast. If you have any questions, awesome. thank you. feel free to contact Micah. He's, he, I brought him on as an example of someone who just took an idea uh, God breathed idea and he ran with it. Seriously, that's what it takes. So get out there um, and and do do your thing. I'm Teresa Blaze. This is the Teresa Blaze Show. Let's go do this thing. You've been listening to The Teresa Blaze Show. To catch all her past shows, visit www.teresablaze.com. That's T-E-R-E-S-A-B-L-A-E-S.com.